Your goal is to create happy customers who then create other happy customers. Go! Congratulations! Here's what I've learned. The best of the best have got the problem. selling, going, going. God, so congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. Watch your goal for the next six months. It is a Sunday night rant where we are going to look at the 30 irrefutable laws of success. The 30 irrefutable laws of success. Hello, gang. Love having Insta on as well. So, gang, hello, Nicholas. How are you going? Hello, Brian. How are you? Excited. Madeline has come back today from her holiday or her excursion to uh, NASA. Hello, John. How are you going? Nick, hydration is here. I've got my water. We're all good. Hello, Greta. How are you going? Mm. So, gangs, I'm in my uh, living room. Hello, Roberto. And um, I'm pumped and excited. You can tell it in my energy and um, the reason why we're doing this rant, by the way, is today, today, um, I had the paper and uh, I was reading, I grabbed the paper because I knew I'd have to go park at the airport and spend time there. And I actually uh, got the uh, competitor's paper today um, because I'd read The Telegraph and then I decided to actually uh, read The Herald because I had plenty of time today. And on page 18, page 18, by the way, I think the Telegraph's a better paper, but that's another issue. How not to be held ransom by your vision board. This article here, how not to be held by random by your vision board. And that is what inspired, hello Marie, how you going? Hello Brad. Good stuff, guys and girls. We're up and we're running and I feel like romper room sometimes where I'm saying hello to everyone. But... The reason we're doing this rant, the reason we're doing this rant is this, that I was reading in this article, and I'm going to, you know, read a paragraph. It said that ever since The Secret, that's the book and the movie, spilled the magic beans on manifesting, vision boards have been popular up on personal altars like Pulp Fiction, etc. Manifesting for the initiated is the art of imagining what you want to bring in your life and then acting as if it's already there. The article goes on to talk about manifesting is the quasi-spiritual art of imagining what you want to bring into your life and then acting as if it's already there, which is supposed to make it a reality. The concept was made popular by the self-help gurus book like The Secret. So here's my idea about that. That is absolute fucking bullshit. Absolute bullshit. That the theory is that if you imagine something, it will manifest and it will actually come to be real just by you actually putting it out there to the universe. Absolute rubbish. Because I can say to you that there are so many people I know that they are so deflated, so dejected, so down, so despondent because they believe the rules of the game is that if you imagine it, it's going to happen. I'm going to tell you, this is partly right, about 25% right, where if you think about the things that you want, 
You're advertising to yourself a preview of your life's coming highlights. Understand that. You want to market it to yourself. You want to get yourself excited about it. Where the bullshit comes along is that that's where it stops. That if you're one of these people that believes in this concept that manifestation is the answer, that you don't have to do anything else. That is wrong. What happens next is taking action and massive amounts of action and taking actions when you don't feel like taking action and doing this on a consistent basis where you're adding 1% per day, which means at the end of the year, that is a 365% improvement. That is what success is all about. And I decided on that note, why don't I give you some real raw, honest stuff that they might not even teach you at MBA school, that they might not even teach you at real estate school. They won't teach you at any education. I'm going to give you some concepts. And by the way, these are tried and tested by moi, myself, and I'm going to run through them. So here we go. Number one, number one, do not copy your competitors. That is irrefutable law number one. Why? Because if you're a copier, you've got this strategy. It's called copy and cut. And that is the main strategy I see out there in the business world from people that are shit at the job. All they do is copy and cut. They copy what someone else is doing and then cut the price and do it cheaper. That's their strategy. I'm going to give you a hybrid variation of that. I believe what you need to do is copy, edit, paste. And I do that. I get good ideas. I tweak them and then I execute them. And I believe that that is the successful business principles. Copy, edit, paste, not copy and cut. Let's move on. Actually, a few more ideas about that. Don't copy your competitors. Think about this for a moment. You were born an original. Do not die a copy. The next thing I want you to understand is you've got to get away from joining the commodity dungeon. The commodity dungeon is where everyone is exactly the same. And because everyone is exactly the same, people have no choice but to have to look at a variable to differentiate who is better. What product is better? And that's when they use price as a differentiator. What I'd like you to do is to actually flip it and do not play that game. Do not play that price game. Be, in fact, what I call a value-added provider. Show more, do more, give more. I'm going to tell you, uh, think about this for a moment. Probably the most unique strength that you've got, the most unique strength that you've got is your uniqueness. So don't hide it. Don't try and be somebody else. It's the thing that will actually make you stand out. It's the thing that makes you that purple cow. Now, I'm going to say to you, um, how do I say this to you? Okay, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Don't be afraid to say what you think. And by the way, I actually think at the end of the day, the reason, the reason that I've actually been able to get where I have on social and digital is the fact that even though people have told me in the past, 
you know, you should maybe tone it down, tweak it up. At the end of the day, I think people can resonate with what I'm saying is what they're thinking and they may not say it. And I'm going to go and tell you straight away, the reality is, it's the authenticity that people connect with. The fact that when I'm saying something, that other person is probably thinking, that's true, but it's not said. Well, what I'm going to start saying to you is, be the change you want to happen. Say the things that come to your head. There is no wrong answer. So, gang, I'm going to, look, I'm going to tell you, I clearly remember one of the training sessions I went to as a 20-year-old person. I will never forget it. As a 20-year-old person, I went to a training session and a guy that was speaking got up there and said, who hates cold calling? Don't be scared. And no one put their hand up. No one. He said, so there's no one. And then I thought to myself, yeah, I do. And I put it up. I said, I don't like cold calling. He goes, why? Are you too good for it? I said, no. He goes, why? Are you scared of door knocking? I said, no. He goes, then why don't you do it? This is in front of like about 60 people. And I'm only 20 years of age at the time. And I just honestly answered, because I don't like doing it, and the people I do it to don't like me doing it to them either. And there was just silence. And I have to say to you, I look back, and now I've probably been the architect, like everyone talks about it, but I'm the person that began talking about like 12 years ago, you must run an attraction business. It's not who you know, it's who knows you. We all know the business model that is far better is when people come to you than you going out there with desperate commission breath. Yes, I agree. In the early part of your life, you need to be out there and you need to do the chase work. But the successful business principle at the end of the day is... It's not who you know, it's who knows you. Build a brand and they will come. And all I'm saying to you is, don't be afraid to stand out and to be a purple cow. So number one, do not copy your competitors. Let's look at number two. Number two is be super focused on the customer experience at every point because at every point you have an opportunity to create a raving fan. Be super focused. Be super focused on the customer experience. Again, I'm going to make reference to when I started in publishing 13 years ago. So I left working in franchising as a franchise manager, trainer, auctioneer. And I started working in media. And it only took me one month there working in the corporate world where Vogue was, went with Curia, in a West Curia, to work it out. People do not give a flying fuck about the meetings that we were having in the office there. What people cared about is that they were pushing vendor-paid advertising, convincing people to spend money to take ads out in the paper. So I immediately just came up with the idea 
that I need to establish myself in the market, not in the office. And the fact is that I had potentially 40,000 salespeople who were real estate agents that would be my salespeople. So I just went out there and I asked them, what do you need to actually sell more ads? And I just got super focused at what they wanted. And what they wanted were scripts. So I started creating scripts and dialogues. Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, would you like me to present you with a marketing program to make you happy or want to get you the best price? What they wanted was visuals, visuals that they could actually show a client. So I went out and I created an ad, half page, quarter page, full page ad, and I actually showed what the property would look like in three different sizes of ads. We got them laminated and we gave them to agents. So all of a sudden, agents showed visuals to a vendor and said, look how much better a bigger ad is. We created perceived value. We created research that showed that a bigger ad attracted a higher price. The point I'm making is this. Don't worry about what you're thinking. Think about what the customer is thinking. Absolutely critical. So I've got to tell you other things that I noticed. Like I, I began when I be began my auction business, I realized the person that pays me is the real estate agent. So I just started thinking to myself this, hey, Tom, make sure that the customer has an incredible experience at an auction. So what I would do is I would spend one minute, hello Georgie, one minute where I would say, and ladies and gentlemen, George Soros has been marketing this property over the last four weeks and the reason why he's got a 92% auction success rate is that he has been marketing this property extensively like he has all properties where his average days on market have only been 37. So gang, what I began to realize is that an auction was an opportunity for the agent to look like a superstar to prospective vendors that were there. So I just want you to understand, think like the consumer, but sell like a superstar. So number two is be super focused on the customer experience. You have a great opportunity to build world-class raving fans. Let's move on. By the way, if you're liking what you're hearing, press that share button, tag someone, because I want to make sure that this good quality content hits a person that may need it most. Number three, if you're in business, you're in show business. That's right. If you're in business, you're in show business. Everyone is watching you every moment. You know, so understand that, that if you're in business, everyone is watching, whether how you're driving to work, how you're speaking to the guy at the cafe, how you're dropping off children at school, Everything is being watched as we do it. Let's keep going. Number four, to get stunning results, you need to have small micro improvements every day. Forget about radically changing your life in 24 hours. I'm talking about 1% improvements. What does that add up to? Small increment improvements. 1% at the end of the week is 7%. At the end of a fortnight is 14%. At the end of the year is 365%. Gang, I'm telling you, this content that you're getting in this half hour, you could have sat there at a seminar and you would have paid hundreds and hundreds of dollars to get this quality. I wish I knew this stuff when I was 20 years of age. I have learned from trial and error and a bit of plagiarism along the way. Let's move on. Number five. 
No matter what your job in, everyone, no matter what job you do, everyone is in HR and everyone is in marketing. Remember that. Why? HR, it is people management. Marketing, understand that. That marketing is about getting noticed, sales is about closing. You won't be getting close, you won't get to the closing table unless you're noticed. It is super critical you understand that no matter what job you do, if you are in business, you are in HR and you are in marketing. Let's move on to lesson number six. It can take you up to 20 years, 20 years to build you an incredible reputation, but it can take you 20 seconds to fucking lose it. 20 years to build an incredible reputation and in 20 seconds you lose it. Think about, think about Mitchell Pierce, the Roosters halfback, state of origin, last year being pissed off his head, who knows what he's done, who knows what he's taken, sitting in someone's fucking house, simulating that he's having sex with a dog. I mean, at the end of the day, he can have an absolute blinder, but occasionally you'll think about that day because bad shit sticks with people. Think about George, who else? George Michael. George Michael. There's a good one. Like, I love the guy. And this guy apparently did a lot for people very quietly. But guess what? People still remember George Michael fucking going in for a fucking quickie at some toilet at Beverly Hills. Or fucking Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. I mean, realistically, the guy, amazing what he did. But fucking Monica Lewinsky. Or the guy at the fucking Christmas party. You know? He's really quiet the whole year, everything, and Christmas party, mate, he just ends up resigning. He just fucking says, that's it. I have made enough of a fool. Let's move on to number seven. This is, without a doubt, been a key strategy for me in recent times, and that is never participate in the problem, participate in the solution. Never participate in the problem, participate in the solution. I'm going to go as far as saying, use the 80-20 rule. 80% towards solving the problem, 20% on the problem. 80% on the solution, 20% diagnosing it. Now, I have to say to you, like people ask me over and over again, they cannot understand the amount the challenge, the challenge that I went through, like you would not even know, like this time last year, I mean, I would be sitting in this room and all you've got to do is go back and look at old Sunday Night Rant. Susan was here with me and we would shoot the Sunday Night Rant from here and I was a fucking mess because I was in the process of beginning chemo, radiation and all the stuff that came with it. But I've got to tell you, I'm proud of myself. Why? Because I handled it for this reason. I never participated in the diagnosis. I participated in the solution. And if anyone, if anyone has got someone that is going through illness or a difficult time now, share that advice with them. Don't participate in the diagnosis. Let's move on. Number eight. 
Build your brand. Build your brand. Everything you're doing is building brand equity in you. It doesn't matter if you're an employee. It doesn't matter what you are. Understand this. You have to be, as Gary Vaynerchuk says, become a media company. Become a media company. Why? Because people do business with individuals. You must become stronger than the brand. And I'm telling you, I'm only recommending to you what I've done myself. Like, I've worked for a media company for 12 and a half years, but I'm going to say to you this. I built my own media company along the way. I was vlogging. I was podcasting. I was writing out um, blogs in text initially. I was speaking at conferences. I was on social media fucking jabbing on Twitter, on Facebook, on Insta, on LinkedIn, jabbing, 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 jabbing. And I've got to tell you that everything you do, your clothes, your car, what you post on social media, um, how you approach people in business at an open house, all those things are building brand equity in you. And you are the CEO of your brand. Understand this concept. And I have to say to you that I spend more time, instead of playing internal politics in a corporation, I spent my time building my brand. And I've got to tell you, Right as we speak, I have online and on social media the biggest following in the real estate industry of any type. And I'm going to say to you, it's the reason why when the word got out that I'd made the decision to go off and explore my other business opportunities, I have had close to, I would say, around 10 people in the last five days, big organizations say, how can we JV with you? What can we do with you? And the simple reason is this. When you build an audience and you have attention of that audience, what actually you have is value. This is the most challenging thing of all in business. You can build products and services over and over again to a trusted audience. That is the key secret. So how do you build an audience? Really simple. You play the long game. And as Tanil says, create a tribe that's got your vibe. And what do you do? You jab, 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 give, 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 give. And you stop keeping score each day because you know that you're building something special. Number nine, number nine. And we're just about finished. If you haven't pressed that share button, press it now. Use lists. Use lists. I'm just a big believer. And I use an app called Things that is on iTunes and I've used it for years. I use that, or just press close there. I use that on my iPhone, iPad, on my MacBook. It's sort of just, you know... It works on all devices, but mainly on my iPhone. Use list, but use what I call MIT, most important task. Three to five most important tasks. Someday, I have to say to you, 
is the day that I actually use what I call the big rocks analogy, where I put my big rocks in my diary because I know what gets scheduled gets done. They're my non-negotiables. And then I fit other things around in the diary. Um, that Sunday half an hour planning system where I also write the three most important business goals and the three most important personal goals are the most critical things I do in my whole week, that half hour on a Sunday. So I'm telling you, it will change your life, this planning session that you have yourself, because what gets scheduled gets done. And last but not least, number 10, and we're going to do 10 more next week and 10 the week after. These are 30 irrefutable laws. Number 10 is change your story. Change your story, which is the meaning that things have to you. I'll give you a classic example. Like someone I, I met the other day um, from where I was brought up. He was in Lakemba. I was brought up in Belmore next to each other there, Belmore, Lakemba. You know, um, he said to me, um, was it hard being brought up, you know, a little woggy boy in Belmore, um, going to Belmore Public School? I said, nah, nah, nah. Um, it wasn't. He goes, do you think that was a disadvantage? I said, it wasn't a disadvantage. I'll tell you straight, it was a fucking advantage. Why? I'll tell you why. The reason why is I learned to hustle. I learned to be hungry. I learned what it feels like not to have much. I learned what it means to actually be dying to have things because you don't have them. So it's in fact an advantage. So someone else might turn around and say, it's a disadvantage, or I got a bad education, or um, I had no contacts, or I didn't meet any influences. Absolute bullshit. What it teaches, I've never met anyone, I've never met anyone strong that hasn't had a hard past, by the way. So you've got to change your story, you know, and, you know and, and stop making references to the past. I've said it before. The past is not a place of residence. It is simply a place of reference. Remember that. And too many people, like I ran into, I ran into a guy at chemo getting a checkup like, you know, last year. And I remembered him from 2006. And I remember having a conversation with him there, you know, like nine months ago, and he was down and out. I go, what's up? Have you had a relapse? And he said, nah, he goes, I just haven't been able to pick up the pieces. And I go, what, from 2006? He goes, yeah, look, it really, you know, hit me for six. I said, but you're healthy now? He goes, yeah. I go, are you for real? I go, mate, that's 10 years ago. I said, in fucking 10 years, mate. I said, people... People have been divorced three times in 10 years. People have had kids, you know, five kids in 10 years. And he goes, how are you going? I said, mate, I'll be honest with you. I'm going through chemo as we speak. And he said to me, well, you seem pretty chirpy. I said, well, you know what? It's a speed hump. You know, I can tell you straight away, it's not the end of the road. Um, and I'm choosing that this story is not going to end in a bad way. It's as simple as that. And it fucking hasn't. Total remission, 100% clear. So I'm grateful. I should never, ever, ever forget. Total attitude of gratitude. But the point I'm making is this. Too many people need to change their story. So I'm going to finish up with this, guys and girls. 
change your story and you change your life. My final words to you today, Insta and on Facebook is this. My final story. Today may be the day that you choose to drop the bullshit, to let go of old beliefs, which are basically lies that have become your truths, and to look at life with a new set of eyes. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in, guys and girls. You can join me on Facebook for the live Sunday Night Rant every week at 8.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in real estate, just Google Tom Panos and you'll find a heap of resources and interviews where million-dollar agents share their strategies. See you next week. Let's have a look at the facts. What's your goal for the next